Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome back, welcome back, and uh, welcome to our newcomers as well. Today we want to talk about when it doesn't come naturally. And what I mean by that is all the little things in life that we know we need to do and we aren't doing because it just doesn't come naturally to push ourselves into an uncomfortable zone to accomplish those little goals and tasks that we need to get done. For example, helping your wife out with the laundry, the kids, bills, shopping, etc. Um, you know, we want to talk about what kind of mindset do we need to adopt and where do we find the energy to get those things that we know we need to get done done. Yeah, and if you haven't yet, please uh, connect with us on social media. Um, you can hit us up searching Marriage is Tougher on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can actually see our lovely faces on YouTube. Um, and as always, you can hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com. If you would like to be a guest, there's a form to fill out on the website, or you can also just let us know, hit us up in our DMs, and we can do that. So stay tuned so we can uh, get into this episode. Yeah. So when it doesn't come naturally, man, when I was thinking about this, I was basically thinking about how I am slacking, number one, as a husband a little bit, right? But then also kind of just slacking as a basic human, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And it's funny because I could be so productive outside of the home, um, you know, when it comes to work, for example, like all the things that I need to get done, I'm typically done with them early, right? And I, I focus on them often. I, I'm very methodical about how those things get accomplished knock them out and then I get home and it becomes an excuse fest like <laughs> like I'm tired and I'm gonna go play with the kids and <laughs> I, I, I gotta go somewhere else where <laughs> all these things aren't staring me in the face <laughs> right I'm just gonna move rooms <laughs> yes yes like hey you want me to cook dinner tonight so I don't have to look at that stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because I enjoyed cooking dinner. But uh, yeah, I felt it was pertinent that we had a conversation about this. Because I know I need to be better. I'm working actively on being better about certain things. And uh, I guess my hope is that I transition into more of the person I am identifying as. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, it will make my life easier and more fulfilled. I like that idea. I like where you're going with that. One of the ways that we get better is by talking through our patterns of doing things. Um, it's actually is like a model of accountability, right? Once you right. say it out loud and you tell someone, now they can check you on it and see, see how you're doing. Um, I think it is being human, right? Because we want to put off the things that we may have to do to just do the things that we want to do. Right. 
right? But in in life, it's always going to still be there. The things that you need to do, <laughs> it's just how long do you leave them there for them to come bite you in the butt? If it's that serious, if not, it could just be something random. But yeah, this is a good one. I'm here for it. Good. I'm here and, for it. And I like how you said, you know, leave them there for them to bite you in the butt, right? The example I gave you before we started recording was, I'm just put my mess out there, right? Um, I need to create more storage for my clothes. Um, and I haven't done that yet. Part of the problem, though, is that I have too many clothes that I don't actively wear. So I will wash all my clothes. I could even fold my clothes. And then in my mind, I decide that, well, I don't have anywhere to put them, so I'm just going to put them alongside my bed. And then as the seasons change, things might get buried under clothes that I might be actively wearing or, you know. Mm -hmm. And so just recently I decided, you know what, I need to be better about this. And I, uh, I nixed a lot of these clothes that I was just holding on to for no real good reason. Right. I've either outgrown them or, you know, I, I don't know what the thing is. Like, may, I just had some, because I paid for them, I guess, some attachment to them. Mm-hmm. But they're just sitting there. Like, I'm not wearing them. So out they go. And like, this is one of these tasks that I decided a while ago that I needed to tackle. But I guess, other than me wanting to do it, I didn't necessarily have a solid reason to to take care of it, right? Because I'm really the only one that goes over there. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife wasn't necessarily saying anything about it, and I'm just like, well, it's a problem for another day. <laughs> I've got more important things to tackle more at this moment. More important things, exactly. You know? More important slash other things. That I can get distracted on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's a good example because that's something we all do a lot, right? We'll think about it in the moment, right? Because I'm sure just, I mean, I'm the same thing for me um, as far as clothes goes and getting rid of. I just now this year, like, threw a bunch of stuff away. And because it's not like I don't have enough room, it's I have too many things for the room that I have. But if I actually only use the stuff that I wear regularly, I'd have plenty of space. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, but I can identify with that. But I know we talked, you talked about other things on the intro, like just things that are more like chores, those things that have to get done and that are a responsibility that someone has to do, right? Like mm-hmm. like the dishes or the laundry, like things that, I mean, your clothes should be clean, right? Yeah. <laughs> you need to wash your plates and bowls so you can keep using them, <laughs> right? It's just like good human being things, right? <laughs> like, but they're not as fun, you know, or they're not as desirable, Right. Like I would just like you said, I would rather, you know, call the kids in and let's watch a movie. Right. I would rather cook dinner or, you know, put something, you know, 
scroll through something that listen to a podcast, something that is now educational, right? Oh, yeah, like, I can grow for this. So, like, let me spend time doing this. I'll be better, you know? All those all those kind of excuses. But at the end of the day, to be a productive adult, you should probably get these things done. Yeah. And something I just realized is we convince ourselves that the pain of these tasks is a lot worse than it actually is, Right. So just think about doing the laundry. How long does it actually to take or actually take you to do the laundry? In the general picture, you're like, all right, I got a couple loads to do. That's like a three hour task. But how much of that three hours are you actively doing anything with the laundry? Right. <laughs> you yeah. feel me? So, you know, five minutes to load the washer which is mm-hmm. probably being generous right <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. like if you're putting in one piece at a time <laughs> yeah right and going up and down the steps to get the one piece right right, right you bring right, the right. basket down or the you know the la- whatever you put the laundry in yeah that's yeah. generous and then moving them from washer to dryer yeah and then folding. Folding takes the longest, but that's still, if you're in it, like that's probably the only five minute task. Really, everything <laughs> else is like 90 seconds, probably yeah. at most. So if you're being honest with yourself, you're mad about waiting for a device <laughs> to do all the manual labor. Right, and, I was just having like uh, Little House on the Prairie vibes. Like no one is out here washboard scrubbing. Like right? that's legit laundry. You're not busting like, any just... knuckles on the washboard, <laughs> right? Or or the stone, as it were. Yeah, and we're not hanging out, you know, clipping them to a, a line and then having to wait for the wind to blow. Like <laughs> seriously, <sighs> we're blessed for those of us that live in America. Yes. <laughs> and have washer dryers. Yes. So, so, yeah. I guess this is maybe where we transition to talking about the mindset, right? If we were to think more about the tasks for what they actually are, would it be, or do you think it would be easier to start tackling these tasks sooner rather than procrastinating? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably never look at laundry the same right now. Just because we have that conversation, mm. right? Like, oh man, I gotta do some loads. Even if you want to do five loads, like you're doing all the clothes that you ever wore for the last two weeks, right? Like, it's literally not in my mind. My mindset has shifted. Like, it's now what am I doing in the in between time? Yeah. Like, do I need to now set a timer for how long? Like, if your washer or dryer doesn't have a timer and you need to check it every you know, 30 minutes or so. Because that's one of my things is for this specific example is like, I'll go on about my day and then at the end of the day be like, ugh, I had to do do all this laundry and I did (laughs) one load because that's the only one I remember to move to the dryer and I'm now folding it at the end of the day, right? But if I'm on it, like I get it done and I feel accomplished, like, okay, I'm I'm a productive adult today. But... Yeah, I think mindset shifts um, when you realize what the task actually entails and not what you think it entails. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I 
for me, my mindset shift is deciding who I want to be, right? I want to be the person who, when the laundry is done, that is put away. Mm-hmm. I want to be the person that just does the laundry when it needs to be done, right? I am a person now that I'm, you know, decided to grow up that pays his bills on time, right? So, and for me, those types of things should fall in line with each other. So I don't, I don't know why if I could decide I want to pay my bills on time that I can also decide that, you know what, I'm going to put the laundry off. Right. (laughs) In my mind, it's more painful to pay a bill because I see that money leave my account. <laughs> mm. I, don't, I mean, but is it though? Right? Because you see the money leave, but it's just one click or three clicks, whatever it is to confirm. Yeah, but yeah. the laundry is actually, you think, okay, up, down, folding, changing, interrupting. Mm-hmm. Right? But the bill, you know. You've already worked for the money to be there. <laughs> so that part's done. Right. It's just that last part. So it is the same, but it's different. Yeah. Right? There's more like sweat equity, even though we're not sweating doing laundry, but there's more like activity that comes into certain things. Like everything on your list is a time, time sensitive thing. Right. right? Like, Do I want to do the dishes right now? You know, do I want to go to the store right now? And if you want to, then yeah, that's great. Let's do it. But if you don't want to, it now becomes a chore. And there's always things that you want to do that can come in the way of that. Yeah. So I'm thinking about yesterday. My wife's at work. I've got the kids, right? And my oldest has... uh, project that she has to do it was a little shadow box um you know she's only in second grade so it wasn't anything elaborate but this needed to be done is due on the 30th okay mm-hmm. and she's been reminding me like hey we got to get this done I'm like i know we don't necessarily have everything here that we need to have but why am I using that as an excuse to put it off? Like, just go get the stuff you need, right? And I want to teach her to be a take care of things now type of person as well, Mm -hmm. right? And it's almost like me advocating for her to myself, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm, I'm having the conversation with her, like, hey, should we do you feel comfortable with taking your project on the bus with you or do you think when you're ready to turn it in do you want a, a ride to school so it doesn't get damaged right i'm also convincing her that if you do take it on the bus like don't be upset if it gets damaged these things happen it's okay your your teacher will understand all these things right but i um i want her to be that type of person so i explained to her like hey your teacher will probably appreciate if you turn this in early. You don't have to wait until the 30th to turn it in. That's that's just a date that you can't go past. But any date up until then, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. could, you could turn your project in. 
And so that's helping me convince myself to like, all right, we got to go to the store, get this glue gun. Now I got to pack all three kids in the car, you know, get this done. Oh, also I need to break out all the paint and paintbrushes and, you know, let her do that. Mm-hmm. Give her a little advice on how to best paint it. You know, all the little things that are a time suck, but go into helping her accomplish what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. And I could have kept putting it off because we had time in air quotes if you're just listening. But again, I'm trying to be a better parent. I'm trying to give her an example of who to be, how to do that as well. Right. And um, we just knocked it out yesterday. Whole thing. Whole thing. Done. Went to the store, got the stuff. We did we the painted the shoebox first. And by we, I mean her. Mm-hmm. Um, then even went as far because she had these little figurines that she wanted to like glue in place or whatever. So I said, set them up so you have an idea of what it will look like before you glue them down. So before we even went and got the glue gun, she had everything set up. Paint was dry, right? We went to the store, came back. And I was like, all right, let's get it. So we started gluing everything in place, and she had some ideas of how she wanted things to be. We made it happen. Project done. Nice. And now you have multiple days that are given back to you to do the things that you want instead of lingering in your head like, oh, man, I still need to get this done. Yeah. And think about what that does for her as well. Like she is no longer having to worry about her project getting done. Mm -hmm. right because that could probably be a little anxious for a kid or produce a little anxiety for a kid as the date's approaching Mm -hmm. you know maybe she goes to school on uh she's off on monday but on tuesday what's when's the 30th wednesday or tuesday i think it's wednesday i think it's wednesday right so let's say she goes on tuesday and other kids started handing their projects in Mm -hmm. and now she's like oh man i'm not that person Right, but now she can be that person because we we got you know got it taken care of. All that to say is maybe we can start advocating for ourselves to be better people. <laughs> you know, advocate to yourself like, listen, just get it done, just get it done. Yeah, I mean, I know we talked about being self aware, right? Like the example you were talking about before we started recording was like driving home and knowing the things that needed to be done, mm. right, and like making a mental list. But even going further, because, right, you're self-aware that you need to get these things done. But when you get home, it's like we can figure out, oh, what else can I do? Right. Oh, I'm going to cook or I'm going to do something with the kids or um, maybe I'll just figure something else out to do besides anything else besides doing these things. Um, But, yeah, just talk about, you know, I just mentioned, you know, what happens if we write that list down? Like, make a mental list real quick, real quick, write it down. But then you took it a step further. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's put it somewhere where someone can see it and actually tell them that we made the list. Right. Right. So that goes from just being self-aware to being the only one to stay accountable to yourself, which we fail miserably sometimes because no one else knows that. We had that expectation. Right. Um, Once you put it out there, 
even if your wife says nothing about that list, it's there and there's a possibility that she could check up on you. And for me, that's enough to not, even if I let myself down, I don't want to let her down. Yeah. So. Oh, man. You just had me thinking about how we set these expectations for ourselves, don't always deliver on them. And then because we haven't shared what our goals are, even these small things that we're talking about, how that might affect our mood. I feel like this has been a thing for me. Right? There's a bunch of things I want to get done. Maybe I only get to a portion of them. And now maybe I'm depressed that I haven't been a better person because I understand that it was literally just a decision. I either decided to or not to do whatever it was I wanted to get done. And we can make all the excuses in the world that, oh, I don't have time. I want to do this, this or that. But again, it comes down to a decision. For anything that you want to do, you will make the time to do it. So with that being the case, I'm putting myself in a scenario where my wife then asks me, hey, what's wrong? And because I haven't shared the expectations that I set for myself, maybe I don't want to be vulnerable in the moment. Or maybe because I want to pretend that she doesn't know that I haven't done the things that I need to do. Because <laughs> that's not a thing. She, I'm right, sure she, she knows. knows. But right, I don't want to verbalize it because then it's like super, super real. And I'm just like, nothing. Right? I go back to that old me that's mm-hmm. not wanting to communicate. And so I'm literally just creating pain for myself by not humaning. <laughs> yeah, but and it's and it's even you might not even realize that you're beating yourself up or down on yourself because you didn't do the mental list that you didn't write out and show anyone, right? Right. So it could be the cycle. Like I didn't even I don't even know that I'm mad at myself, but something feels off. Yeah. And like I'm going through the cycle and every time I go through the cycle, I mentally beat myself up, but to the point where I'm melancholy but i don't really real there's nothing actively making me melancholy it's just because i haven't done these things i'm sad to myself and then yeah your wife asks you wrong and you legitimately are saying nothing and believing that wholeheartedly but at the same time if you had gotten these three tasks done on your list you would have felt like you were the champion of the world right uh, what are we doing as husbands get our lives together <laughs> what's happening yeah you know, and then we go out into the world and be like, yes, I'm the best. <laughs> just just right. don't look at my skeletons. Yeah, I think um, being self-aware is not enough. Right? It's good. I mean, it's it's a good start. It's a good start mm-hmm. to know that it's just a choice between us doing or not doing. Every day we choose. It's something I've been teaching. We've been teaching Bella, like, you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. and even not choosing, it's choosing, right? So <clears throat> if we understand that, you know, I'm going to try to make mental lists in these next couple of weeks and turn the mental list into a physical list somewhere. And either if I, if I make a note, I'm going to share the note with my wife and be like, okay, this is my checklist that I need to do. I'm going to write it down and put it somewhere that it can be seen. I challenge you if you have kids 
and it's not like super crazy stuff and they're old enough, tell them what your list is. Because they will hold no punches about asking. And they have no problem asking the same question a thousand times. <laughs> so they will ask you. If you want to take it to another level, um, you know, make that list, write it down, share it with someone. And see if you can be better. And I th- once you get into that habit of conquering your small list, it'll become easier and you'll be better. I mean, no one is perfect by any means. But I can definitely see this improving my mood and my mindset. Because getting things done for me is one of the best feelings in the world. So if I set up a list and crush it, can't tell me nothing. Yes, sir. That's great, man. And I like how you said you always have a choice because I agree. It might not always be a choice that you want to make, but there's a choice there. And, you know, decisions will be made one way or the other. (laughs) So, you know, you might as well take whatever control you you can have in the moment. Um, As we're wrapping up here, I mean, you you basically close the show. I'm liking it. So, all right. Hey. Um, we do want to remind you to hit us up on our socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, search marriage is tougher, marriage If you want to be a guest, I mean, we will just remind you to take action. This is what we're about. So if you would decide to be better, take the steps to be better. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.